Hello everyone, I'm delighted to welcome you to the Power and Purpose Through Peace podcast. My name is Bulitiwi Aishimoju. I founded Magni Essence Coaching to help you reconnect with yourself, magnify your essence and reveal your magnificence. You see, to lead meaningful lives we all need purpose. To fulfill our purpose, we need power. And to be truly powerful, we need to tune into a space of peace. My podcasts bring you information and inspiration that help you activate the power, purpose and peace you need to be the change you want to see in the world. Of course, in a happy, healthy and sustainable way. Today, we have the amazing Navin, the inner game maximizer with us. Navin is an award-winning speaker, salesman, international best-selling author, and accredited executive coach. He runs Navin Jately Coaching Limited and works with purpose-driven entrepreneurs, corporate executives, and business leaders to maximize their performance. After spending 15 years in corporate sales, he went from underperformer to high achiever almost overnight. Winning multiple sales awards and accolades, he realized that the key to high performance was working on his beliefs, thoughts, emotions, and relationships. Once he developed the tools and techniques to do this, it was a game changer. After becoming an accredited executive coach, he realized his love was to train and coach people to perform to the best versions of themselves. To help leaders turn around their underperforming teams into highly prized assets. His mission is to massively impact the performance and lives of over 1 million people globally through his inner game methods. Very well, warm welcome to you, Navin. Delighted to have you on the Power and Purpose Through Peace podcast. Hey, Bolatui. Thank you for such a lovely introduction, and I'm delighted to be here. Fabulous. So before we talk about the number one best-selling book that you've just co-authored, and by the way, congratulations. Thank you. I would like to talk about the elephant in the room, sales. As you know, Navin, many people have an aversion to sales. Being sold to, actually even selling themselves. Why do you think this aversion exists? Yeah, it's a really good question. And I completely agree with you about this aversion to selling. I really actually think it's because of the way they think about selling. I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. And it's just got a bad reputation unnecessarily. Now, personally, I see selling as education, educating your client. And what do I mean by that? I mean, you need or your client needs to understand what is it that your product or service does to help them. So you're educating them around that. But the also the other thing you're doing is you're educating them about a problem they might not know exists. And you know, an example of this would be we see sales all the time happening. And if you think about a doctor and a client seeing them, and a doctor, you know, trying to persuade the client to have a healthier lifestyle, he or she might talk to the client about the risks of having too much sugar or too much salt in their diet and what problem this is causing the client now or potentially will cause them, and certainly what will happen in the future. That's a doctor selling the idea of a healthy lifestyle through education, through making the client more aware. And that's what happens in sales as well. Often, clients aren't aware of something being a problem or how big it can be, 
And that's part of the education process. But of course, the other part is just educating them as to your product or service. And the second part of sales is really it's problem solving. I'm a big believer that sales is about you communicating or you firstly, sorry, understanding what your client's problems are, what's their challenge, what's their pain point, and then providing them a solution through your product and service, whether it's through a company you work for or whether it's your own business. And it's really as simple as that. And I feel that a lot of the time people think that sales is about um, persuading people to want something they don't need or using underhand tactics or even tricking them. And that's complete nonsense. That's not what sales is about. I'm sure there are a few bad actors in the space who have given it a bad reputation. But really, for me, sales and the reason why people are avert to selling is because they don't have a good relationship with it. And really, it's about educating and problem solving for your client. I love that, Navin. So first of all, you may want to listen to people who are providing a solution because there might be a problem that you have that you may not be aware of. That's number one. And also sales is all about influence, right? And in, being influential in a positive manner for people. And, you know, like you, I, I used to be in sales and um, I personally love it. And actually, when you think about it, how can you serve if you don't sell? And so many people want to serve. They just really do. And so if they work with you on changing that perspective around sales, they can actually serve even more. Mm. Absolutely. And, and you know what you said about some a few bad actors? That just reminded me of a film, a wolf, the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the techniques. Oh my goodness. That was hard. Yeah. Now, that was um, a, that was extreme. That was extreme, <laughs> to say the least. So, well, in the way you work with people, do you actually help people overcome this prejudice? Because yes, it's a prejudice and yes, it's the way people think about it, but these are prejudices that they've had ever since they were children, right? Ever since they were pretty young. And these beliefs are quite deep. Are there tips and techniques you have that you actually use help your clients overcome this negative mindset around sales? Yeah, again, a very good question, Bolatui. And the other thing I would say is, is a lot of the time people actually, um, the, the problem isn't sales. The problem is the relationship they have with themselves. And this is really true, especially when they're selling their own product or service, you know, typically a business owner, or they're having to talk about themselves and why they're adding value to the client's relationships. Because typically, people don't like talking about themselves and people don't like selling themselves. Uh, and that's when you really look down at it, when I work with clients around this, often it's a lack of self-belief or some sort of negative idea they have around themselves in their head. I'm not saying these people are, you know, have completely low self-belief or anything like that. I'm just saying that in order to sell effectively, it's a lot comes down to the relationship you have with yourself. Yeah. And that's the first thing I always do. I always check with my clients and try to understand what is their relationship with themselves? What is their level of self-belief? Then how much do they genuinely believe their product or service can actually serve their clients and help them? And that's why I always say, really, you should be selling something, whether it's for working for a company or working for yourself as a business owner that you believe in, that you think is going to add value to your clients. So when you ask me for tips and techniques, it's really just getting inside your own mind or in the case when I'm coaching is getting inside my clients' minds and basically making them aware of 
those relationships they have with themselves. Because a lot of the time when it comes to selling it and, and people who are not selling as effectively, it's because they haven't quite or they don't feel quite comfortable with themselves or with the product or service they're selling. Absolutely. That, that's a really good point, because this this is like if you don't identify the real problem, then you're never really going to solve it. And if you keep thinking the problem is sales and you're not really working on your inner game as you do, then you will never make progress. So that's a very, very good point. Nathan. thank you for pointing that out. Um, in your chapter, there's a quote that really resonated with me. You said, work on your inner in, on your inside and the magic will happen on the inside on the outside and I love that I mean it reminds me of the 80 20 rule you know how sometimes we just keep pushing on one end but actually the real issue is on the other yeah sure tell us more um, about this yeah I won't, I can't I won't give you all away because I think the best way to actually understand it is actually to read the chapter that I wrote <laughs> because um it tells you about my story but to mm -hmm. sort of cut a short a long story short it's it's I found that it worked with me and I was an average performer at best. And I found, I mean, I wasn't terrible, but I wasn't, you know, I was ambitious and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to get a lot out of what I did and I wasn't hitting where I wanted to be. And what I found, it wasn't because of desire. It wasn't because of um, skill set even. Um, it definitely wasn't because I was lazy. But the reason where I was struggling or not being where I wanted to be is purely because of my inner game, my mindset, my thoughts, my dialogue that I was having with myself before I was in meetings or even in my everyday role, the identity I had of myself, even to a certain degree, the values I had around, the beliefs I had around myself, and in my case, because I was working in sales, around selling. And once I was able to understand that, and I was able to work on that and develop that, literally my results change overnight. And I don't mean just in selling, but of course, mainly in my work. And I and I was, you know, I was very, very, because I went through that journey myself, I realized the power of it. And secondly, I find that a lot of the training out there, especially in the corporate world, it's very externally focused. So if we take sales, for example, it's all about what questions to ask, how to position things, how to close a customer, how to alter your pitch and your sound and your voice, et cetera, et cetera. All very useful things, all very powerful in their own right. But I believe it starts with what you're feeling and what you're thinking inside. And that's what I want to do. I want to impact people so that they are aware of the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions that might be holding them back from peak performance. And then being able to understand how they can change that so that they can go on a similar journey that I went on. Absolutely, Navin. I you just mentioned your story, which I absolutely loved. Um, I found it so inspirational, and I'm sure we can all relate to that. We've all wished that the floor would open up and swallow us up because we've just said something that we just like, oh, totally regretted. In any case, listeners, get your copy of the Law of Brand Attraction too and read Navin's inspirational turnaround. It was it was inspired me greatly, and I'm sure everyone can learn from what he did, which is incredible. Now, Navin, in addition to your amazing story, which I'm sure everyone is going to go and read, you have six steps of your inner game process. And I'm sure the listeners would love to know more about 
exactly how that works because they would love to successfully sell. And I know you'd love to share and you're a very generous person. Now, what I'd like us to focus on in this particular podcast is step number three, which is clarity. Why, in your opinion, is clarity so essential? Yeah, I think clarity is really the cornerstone of it. I mean, if you don't know what you want, how are you going to get there? And I always think of it as it's a, a journey in a map. It's like trying to get to a destination without having a map or knowing where, you, where that destination is. So you really need to, clarity is important because you need to understand what you want. And more importantly, you need to understand why you want it. Because I come across so many people throughout my career, throughout my business, that are chasing a goal that actually isn't really their goal, isn't something they really want. It's something they might have borrowed from someone else. They might even believe that they actually want it when they don't. Or they're just going through the motions. They know they want to be successful, but they don't know why. They don't know what success actually looks like. So clarity is the beginning. You need to work out you know, what, in fact, the step before clarity is awareness and self-awareness, but then it's about being clear as to what you want. So there are te- techniques you can use to really understand this and then work a plan. But like I said, you need to be clear as to what you want and why you want it, want it or you won't get there. Or even if you do, you might suffer burnout because you're chasing a goal that isn't yours or that you're really truly aligned to. Absolutely. I mean, so what I'm hearing is it's not enough to be clear about what you want. You need also to be clear about why you want it. And you just touched upon a subject which is very, very dear to my heart, burnout, because so many high achieving women suffer from burnout. I mean, I work with high achieving women and I believe one of the reasons is exactly what you just mentioned, this disconnection from your essence, this disconnection from who you truly are, right? And chasing everything externally and when you do that, you lose your power. The, the, the motors, it's not really, it's, it's, no, it's, it's no longer sufficient to really make the impact that we're running after. And then people crash and burn. I mean, I did, for instance. So I totally resonate with that, with that Navin. Now, Navin, we have time for one more thing. And um, this thing keeps millions of people back. It, it holds us back, it pins us down. And it basically is fear, which is your step number six. And I'd like you to tell us more about how your clients or how you help your clients sure. deal um, with this Well, plane. you're right, because fear for me, I call it the cancer of performance. In fact, it's, it's, it's more than that. It's, it's really the cancer to having a happy life. And, um, you know, without going too much into the psychology of it, we've been hardwired to feel fear um, from our, our caveman and women times. But really, we walk around with too much. And the way that you deal with this, and again, this is such a huge topic uh, to just cover briefly, but just to sort of give you an overview. First, you need to become aware. You need to become really aware of what is it that you fear. And I find a lot of the time people don't understand or haven't realized their subconscious fears. They know their overall fears, maybe their conscious fears, but they don't know their subconscious fears. And often those subconscious fears are what holds them back. So you need to become aware. You then need to disempower your fear. Okay, and there are techniques you can use to actually take energy away from that. And the final thing to to really conquer it is to find something else which is more empowering to replace it. That's something else that's going to drive you forward and do the thing that you fear regardless. And look, you know, I don't say that 
going through this process, you're going to completely eradicate your fears because I think anyone who promises that, you know, that's that's very, very challenging. And I think even a little bit of fear can be a good thing, but it will certainly significantly reduce it. And I think the less fear that you have, the more you're going to be able to perform to your maximum. Absolutely, Navin. Um, I think it's not about eliminating fear, which will be, which is impossible. I think it's about learning to manage and dance with it in a way that is empowering as opposed to disempowering. And speaking of that, um, do you have any upcoming programs that help with this fear? Because I mean, we live in a context today which is very anxiogenic. I mean, there's a lot of anxiety out there, right? And for so many reasons, which I don't want to go into. But is there anything that you have coming up that could be of use to our listeners um, in terms of just yeah, helping sure. them with I mean, their look, fear? The first thing, if you read the book, in my chapter, I, I talk about my model, the Abtef model. Um, and that really covers the six areas and the six steps. And what I've done is I've created courses and programs on the back of that. I've got one actually that's upcoming in May, so May the 9th and 16th. It's a two-day workshop, and it looks at all those areas that I've mentioned, including fear. It's um, it's it's really for people who are serious about you know wanting to become the best versions of themselves, about people who want to be able to perform to their maximum, and um, yeah, it's, so it, like I said, it's something coming up in May, and like I said, I think a really good starting point is to read the book because that chapter will give you an overview of my philosophy. It will tell you about my story. And also, I mean, too, I, I read all the other chapters and I think they're absolutely fantastic. I've learned so much through them. So, um, you know, everyone has their own take on things. Everybody has a slightly different story, but the messages they give are very, very powerful. So my advice would be get your copy of the book, read through all the chapters, read my chapter, of course. And then if you want to really up your game on this, and get where you want to get to, then I'd advise obviously coming on to my course in May. That sounds absolutely amazing. And everyone you heard, Navin, go to www.thelawofbrandattraction.com and get your copy of The Law of Brand Attraction too. You'll find Navin's chapter, his contact details, and for more information on maximizing your inner game, you could not have um, a better way of introducing you to the subject and actually really developing. Navin, some last sure. words. How uh, we well, my contact details, as you said, are in the book, but otherwise you can visit my website, navinjaitlycoaching.com, or drop me an email to navinjaitlycoaching at outlook.com. And uh, otherwise you can connect with me on social media as well, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, but yeah, you can use any of those methods. Sounds amazing. Navin, look, thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to have to invite you back to unpack some of those things sure. that we discussed, we just touched upon today. <laughs> but I am I'm very, very interested in in some of them, especially burnout. That that's a big one. That's a really big one. And um, well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure having yeah, you. Yeah, thank you both. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'll be happy to soon. come back. Thank you. for listening and investing in your power and purpose through peace i'd love you to subscribe 
and share this podcast with others if you found it interesting. I invite you to share your comments with me. Till the next podcast, I wish you many magnificent experiences. Thank you.